This is uh, from a uh, a former sheriff, um, and and he he goes to some pains to say, "Listen, I speak for myself, not my department. I won't even mention the name." Um, uh, I'm seeing a lot of general uh, generalities being applied to all cops. Second, I'm going to do my best to remain objective, but I have to be honest. It's a lot harder than usual right now not to get emotional. I've made it a point my entire career to remember that no matter how horrible the things that someone may be yelling at me are, they're talking to the badge and not to me. But it's a little harder to not take it personally when some of your oldest friends are calling you a murdering racist by proxy, especially when working buckets of overtime trying to keep a city from burning down while also trying to make sure that the righteous message of the protests is heard. But, of course, I believe in the underlying message. Most cops believe in that message. We swore an oath to that message that everyone's life matters and that that is especially true for those who have the least and are the most vulnerable. That means, yes, undoubtedly black lives matter. But most of us remember that oath and most of us live it. No one hates bad cops more than good cops. This is in 1933. Corruption isn't rampant. Uh, and he goes into some detail on that. Um, you keep... You keep cutting our funding and asking why our training isn't better. You keep cutting mental health services, then asking why we, the only people who are absolutely required to respond for a call for help, are the ones to respond to a call for help of a mental health crisis. You keep letting people out of jail and being surprised when that somehow doesn't lower crime. You keep telling us not to generate revenue by making traffic stops, then wonder why the roads are so dangerous. You keep calling That's us a good one right there. You keep calling us for problems that are objectively not police problems and then being angry that we either A cannot provide a solution or B provide a police solution. You keep insisting we be everyone everything to everyone at all times and you keep getting mad at us when we are merely human. So yes, let's talk about police reform because in all caps I agree we need it. We need to fund teams of crisis workers who can be called to deal with homelessness and related petty crime, crimes of survival, rather than convenience or malice. We need to fund mental health services and fix legislative loopholes and roadblocks so that we can provide help to those who need it. And we need to have a serious discussion about providing some of that help against their will. We need a... Mm, that's, that's, that's where it gets sticky there, yeah. Yeah. We need astoundingly better social services. This, this first part especially, I beg you all to listen. We need many times the number of child welfare caseworkers and caring foster homes. And we need detailed, ongoing follow-up systems for every interaction. Uh, that is so true. The more you learn about the foster uh, system, the more tragic it is. As these kids who've just had terrible lives through no fault of their own um, get you know knocked from home to home to home to whatever, some of them good, some of them bad. Um, and then the minute they turn 18, they're turned loose. They've never held a job. They have no idea how credit cards work. They've never had a role model, maybe, who's had a job. And then all of a sudden, they're on the streets. And the girls are turning tricks, and the guys are selling drugs, and or both, and, and, and the rest of it. It's just terrible. Um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, we need a parole and probation system that isn't just a gotcha program to incrementally jail people, and instead is a real opportunity for caseworkers to work collaboratively with convicts to better their lives. Um, and then he goes on, uh, about how a lot of police agencies are understaffed. Um, so th- to me, um, this gets to, we talked about this earlier in the week cause I heard a podcast with Tim Carney who used to be with the Washington examiner. We used to have him on a lot. And he said this whole defund the police thing might accomplish a lot of conservative goals with AOC pushing it. Uh, because the left is for defending the police, if if it includes some of the things 
you just read of we need some, you know, uh, program for this, for, for dealing with the mentally ill. People that are experts in that dealing with the mentally ill instead of the cops. Yeah. Uh, people dealing with the child services and stuff like that instead of the cops getting involved in everything like that. So, yeah, take the money. The, Take whatever money you got to get to 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 fund those things, and that would eliminate a lot of stuff cops do that they're not trained for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that take up a lot of time and money. There's there's some of this stuff that's it's unintentionally kind of funny, but really good. He talks about how you don't ask the English teacher to teach every class in a high school, <clears throat> and uh, and the orchestra, coach soccer, football, and run the AV club, and act as the nurse and the entire cafeteria crew. And you keep, and yet you keep insisting that street cops be medics and social workers and soldiers and detectives and counselors and therapists and surrogate parents and lawyers. And we can't, we just can't. So please, please take some of that away from us. <clears throat> please find someone else to respond to the homeless man on the corner. Please find someone else to respond to the suicidal ex-soldier. Please find someone else to make the death notification of the parents of the teenager who just killed herself. Wow. In a car crash on her way back from prom. Please find someone else to go check on the child who usually plays outside at this time of day, but you haven't seen since his dad got home slamming doors angry. Please find someone else to help his battered, help his battered wife escape her situation, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. He yeah. gives some more examples. Well, you think of that. You think about finding the kind of human being that can do all those things. That's a, that's a heavy lift. Because uh, I was talking about that Wall Street Journal video that, that they've got it in the paper today, and you have to subscribe to watch it. But they took all kinds of footage from different cell phones and cameras and everything like that of when the peaceful protests turned ugly and trying to nail down how that all happened, including cops talking to back to dispatchers and the boss talking in and the line's getting closer. What do we do? Do we disperse the tear gas, blah, 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 and the protester side and everything like that? And you had, and then there was a switch off between the original cops and then the, the more, um, militarized, geared up guys. And when they came on the line, the way that kind of changed the, the, uh, the, 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 the atmosphere, the vibe. The vibe. Yeah, yeah. But so you need the kind of guy that's capable of physically fighting. I'm not that guy. I, I don't have the, the fighting gene. But you need the kind of guy that's capable of getting into a, you know, a full on fist fight battle with people who can also show up. To some of the stuff you just talked about there, the really tender, soft stuff. Right. Ugh. Or be Dealing expert a, psychologists. Yeah, expert no. psychologists at a time where you got, oh my God. I mean, that's that's a that's a unique human being that has that entire skill set. Because yeah. most of the people that have some of those don't have the others. That's just a human we all know that. Right. Yeah. Yep. So just a little bit more of this because it's so good. And and he goes through all those things. Please find someone else to do this and this and this. I'm begging you, please. And this is a, a, a sheriff. But until you do, until you do, we'll keep coming every time you call. And we'll keep doing our best with the tools you've given us and the system you've built for us. We'll keep showing up because no one else, no one effing else is required to. We're the only ones in our entire society who are duty-bound and sworn to show up when you call, no matter how little we want to or how poorly we are trained for that situation. And I am deeply, profoundly sorry that we aren't good enough. I am heartbroken that when one of us makes a fatal mistake or has a catastrophic lapse in judgment, and I'm ashamed to my core that some of us turned bad or maybe always were bad, and the rest of us didn't catch it in time. Uh, And and he goes on saying, um, we know the system's broken. Trust us, we know it needs to be f- broken. I'm saying we know it's broken, it needs to be fixed for F's sake. We probably know it's broken better than you. 
Yes, we have to do better. I know most of us do. Most of us want to, but so do you. Yes, you. We all do. We have to do it together. Otherwise, we've wasted this. All of this passion and all of this energy and all this hate and all this destruction and all of this terror and all this momentum and all this bleak, bitter, poisonous, wonderful hope will be for nothing. And none of us can afford for that to be the case. How eloquent is that? That's the best thing I've heard since this whole thing started from that side of the conversation. That that needs national attention. I right. don't know how we elevate. We're, we're on nationally, but I don't know how. I don't know how you elevate that to. That needs to be you know read on the front page of the New York Times and let people discuss. And there is a terrible problem with racism virtually everywhere on earth. Um, and there are plenty of racist cops. But if we make this about race, we will lose all of the rest of that. Armstrong and Getty.